Welcome to the Dream Big Girl podcast. I'm your host, Mary Henderson, author of the Dream Big Girl devotional. We're going to take my 40-day devotional one day at a time each week and dive deeper into each day's challenges and talking points. So join me as we begin to dream those big, audacious dreams again together. Are you ready to dream again? Let's go. Welcome back, dreamers. We're on day one. Here we go. We've got a 40-day devotional to go through. We're going to take one day each week and give me the opportunity to expound on some of the things that we talked about and, and possibly open up opportunities when you're listening to this to be able to respond and and let me know what you think. I I absolutely love the idea of doing this together with you. So day one, I have to tell you, it is one of my favorite days. And it's the reason why I chose it to be day one, because it, it really spoke to what I want to get across in this, in this podcast and through the devotional. And so I want to start with this scripture that I chose for day one, and it's Zephaniah 317. I have to tell you, if you're like me and you've been in church for a long time, I have not heard much preaching out of the book of Zephaniah, but I tell you this particular verse, absolutely, it it changed, it changed so much about my relationship with God because I'm a visual person. And I loved visualizing this. So let me read it to you. For the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty Savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. And with his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. I absolutely love the visual of that. That when we're fearful, his love can calm us sort of a deeper thought than that is the idea of him singing over us with joy, singing over us. I remember when both of my grandchildren were born, singing to them immediately. There was a song that came on my heart for each of them uh, that we call their song. And at bedtime now, even though they're five and eight, they'll say, sing my song. No, Mimi, sing my song. It was a song that I sung over each one of them. And I love the idea that God has done that for us. And so the book that I mentioned quite a bit in day one that was absolutely so beautiful and so timely when I came across it was uh, Joe Saxton's book, The Dream of You. And it's this beautiful a book about her journey of dreaming big and and finding her way and I'll I'll let you pick that up on your own and dive into it like I did but I tell you what she captured me from the first page because she had a friend Ann Voskamp uh, do her forward and in this forward Ann tells the story of a brilliant tribe in Africa called the Himba. And she goes on to say that as a, as a Himba woman prepares to give birth to her child, she takes some of her tribal sisters out into the wilderness. And they do this for each child that is born 
because they wait for a song to come on their heart that is special and unique to that child. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing to, to think about the community that, um, that brought that as a, as a heritage and as a legacy that's, you know, passed down through the generations to do this? What a beautiful thing as that child grows up to know there was a special and unique song that was sung over them as they were born. And she goes on to say that this unique song is not only sung over them on the on the day that they are born, but also on major milestones when the child begins school as they transition to adulthood and then again at their wedding. How beautiful is that? I just, I can't get over the visual of that, how absolutely beautiful it is. And then when you tie it together with the fact that God in his word says that he has sung over us with joy. It's it's just miraculous to, to think about uh, the love that goes into something like that. But there was something deeper that spoke to me. I was quite a ways into my grief journey. And even more than that, I was starting to step out on my own when I came across this book. And starting to find my way and to find those things that I wanted to do again. And this book was absolutely one of them. And many other things that I'll probably get into in other podcasts as we go forward. But I needed to know not only that I was going to be all right without my husband, but I needed to know that there was something unique and special that God and I shared more than what I had already experienced. Because as Anne went on with her story about these beautiful Himba women, she said there was another time when that child's song was sung over them. And it was when this person seemed to lose their way. If they they were having trouble in some way, they, they felt like they had failed, like they had fallen short. Or they had forgotten who they are. I don't know if you've ever had an experience with that. Where you just, you, you can't find yourself. You've just lost yourself for so many different reasons. This is when the villagers would come around and gather and form a ring around that person. And start to sing their song. And they would gently remind this person that the dream in their heart was still alive. Again, what a beautiful picture of what God does for us. He surrounds us. He's he's above us. He's beneath us, beside us. He covers us with his song of joy. What a beautiful and powerful depiction of a community coming together. I love that without judgment, they didn't put him in a circle and start to you know, point out their failures, they got in that circle around that person who had lost their way to remind them of who they were. Absolutely, absolutely stunning to think of this. And so losing our way is a common challenge for us all is what I talk about in day one. Why is it that it's so much easier to believe the lies that people tell us do you know, I mean, we're talking about from kindergarten, 
you know, making fun of, of people, of kids that looked different, that had glasses, that, you know, whatever it was, those things stung. And they honestly stayed with you for a long time. Or maybe it was when you were older in third, fourth, or fifth grade. Ooh, those were the ones that really stayed. High school, you know, if high school was a difficult place for you, I know it was for me. I had moved from Brooklyn from every friend that I had known everyone that I had known and moved to New Orleans and it was not an easy transition for me at all. And the kids that I encountered there, they 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 were definitely the um subject of some movies that I've seen mean girls and you know it's it it was brutal. It was brutal honestly and it it really it really damaged my um, self-esteem and, uh, and, and really made me question my worth. And no matter how much I had friends back in Brooklyn that would tell me, don't listen to them. You know that you know who you are. You know that you're smart and strong and beautiful. No, <laughs> it was so much easier to believe the lies. And so for a time, for a good while, for probably three or four years, I did. I lost myself. I lost my sense of, of self and my sense of worth, as I was saying. And I just sort of tumbled my way through high school, bumbling through it, making a ton of huge mistakes that I will always uh, regret but luckily, when I came into the arms of my Savior, who sings over me without judgment, but with joy, I found a way to release and to forgive those who had hurt me and mostly to forgive myself. But we forget what loving family and friends again have spoken into our lives. But I can replay word for word the things that were said to me in high school, those horrible lies and as I walked through grief, I realized I had also lost my song, my song that made me unique. Because honestly, everything that I did, it was with Bud, it was with my husband, and I loved it. Believe me, I, I believe that he and I had our own song. I believe that <laughs> we had a song that the Lord spoke over us as a, as a couple and as that covenant keepers that we were, um, we had our own song. And I had to realize after his race was won that I had one as well. And it was separate and it was different and completely unique because it was just between God and I. And I think about I thought about this when I was writing this particular part of it, that my husband and I had a song, just a, a funny side note. Again, we got married in the 80s, so there were a lot of one-hit wonders back then. But the song that Bud, he, he chose our song, <laughs> that he fell in love with was um, a guy named, an artist named John O'Banion. And the song was Love You Like I've Never Loved Before. And I'm going to tell you, my quiet, <laughs> very conservative, um, very humble husband, well, he was boyfriend back then, 
if that song came on, and I don't know if you remember in high school, you know, forget seatbelts. There was 14 people, you know, strapped, you know, packed into Bud's little car that he had, you know, him, him driving and me in the front seat and as many friends as we could fit in the back seat. And I'm telling you, this shy guy that, you know, hardly wanted to to kiss me in front of anyone would belt that song out with everything he had, like he was auditioning for the voice. I mean, he sang that song with such enthusiasm and such volume. It It's really one of my favorite and treasured memories from, from our dating life. So, you know, I, I, I love that we had a song that I can go back to and just smile and remember that memory. But again, I had to find my own way and find that God has not only spoken over me, sung over me, created a song that is uniquely mine. He has blessed me with the most amazing, loving people in my life. That they have sat with me, they have laughed with me, they have cried with me, they have sung my song over me when I needed it. I call it my girl tribe. And actually, I've got some guys that are in that tribe as well that I consider very, very good friends. And they remind me, like the Himba women do, of who I am and that I am God's and that in him he has called me for purposes that I have yet to see and experience. And each of them in their own way has circled around me and sung that song to me, the one that was created just for me. And what I mean by that is just reminding me from his word, his truth, the joy, the the love that he has, that is a song that, that they sing over me. And the revelation, this acceptance of the many loving people in my life who have circled around me has birthed inside of me this great expectation of my future and for my future. And with that strength that I gain not only from all of the wonderful things that Bud and I have done together and all of the wonderful memories and words that he has given and spoken over me, but also this tribe of women and men who love me and surround me. And then, of course, my father, God. Because of all of that, I have been able to write this devotional, begin this podcast, something that I never thought that I could do, but always because I'm a bit of a talker, I always thought, you know what, this would really be fun to, to do something. But I never could figure out what I would talk about, what would be the subject. And after I wrote the book, I just felt like, you know, the Lord just made that so clear. Let's do this together. And since I have opened up my heart and my mind to this new adventure that God has for me, I have to tell you, I have seen God move mountains and answer prayers in a way that I never thought he could. Over and over, I have watched in awe as his gentle prodding has led me to revelations of these gifts that I I talk about in the devotional that are locked inside of each one of us, 
You know, if someone would have told me 10 years ago, you were going to write a book and you were going to do a companion podcast, I would have been like, what are you talking about? You know, and, and beginning the ministry that I want to do on our island in Utila that, you know, I'll talk about in another podcast. I tell you, it's been nothing short of miraculous. It's almost like God wakes me up in the morning and, and he wakes me up not only with my song, but with this anticipation. All right, daughter, what do you want to dream today? What are we going to do together today? Honestly, I feel that. I feel that on on days even when I don't think that I can go on, that I feel the heaviness and the weight of the responsibility of, of not only the grief of losing Bud, but also of what I am starting and, and what I want to be a part of. That responsibility weighs heavy on me, but even in those moments when I I wonder how am I going to accomplish these things, especially without Bud, those are the days that the Lord just wakes me up with this anticipation, hey, I've got you, girl. I'm singing over you. I've got people you don't even know praying over you. I've been told that so many times by beautiful Christian people. Listen, listen, friend, I've got people praying for you who you've never met. And, and with that anticipation, I feel like I can go on. And so I say to you today on day one of this long journey of, of, our, of the 40 day devotional, what is it that you want sung over you by your friends, by your family, by your tribe, and by God. What is it that you need to feel that anticipation? Has it been a while? You know, has it been a while since you have felt that? Let me just tell you, taking that first step of just getting alone with God and getting alone with your thoughts and getting alone with a journal and a pen and saying, what am I going to dream about? Yes, I have failed. Yes, I messed this up. Yes, I didn't do this perfectly. Yes, I need to reconcile this relationship with this person. Yes, I need to get myself in in a better place financially. Yes, I know all of those things. But today, today is what I ask you to ask yourself. What is it that I want to dream for today, for next week, for next year, in five years? Begin to write those things down. And watch with anticipation what God is going to do in your life and how he's going to open up opportunities for you to do just that. You see, the Father knows all the intimate things about you. He knows what makes you different from everyone else in the world. He knows your name. He knows your song. And when you feel like you've lost your way, he will lovingly, Send trusted people to circle around you and remind you that the dream in your heart is still there. And maybe, maybe you've had more people in your life that have said the opposite. Maybe you've had more people than not that have spoken differently. You're nothing. You don't, you're not worth anything. You'll never accomplish this. You're to this. You're not enough of that. Let me tell you, let's stop that today. 
let's stop inviting in those lies and allowing them to take hold of our heart. Let's get into the word. Let's get into prayer. Let's get into worship. Let's get into your tribe and have them speak over you truth. And the truth is today, God knows your song. He was the one who initiated it long before my girl tribe came along. He spoke it over me. He sung it over me long before any of those people came in because he's the one who created me. He created me with those special little things in my character and in my, in, in my personality that make me Mary and make you, you. He has spoken over you and sung over you, as Zephaniah said, with joy, with anticipation. I, I can tell you with full confidence God cannot wait to spend time with you. He cannot wait to to have you ask him for these things. What is that big dream? What is that audacious dream? And so I leave you with this today with our question. When was the last time you dreamed a big audacious dream? What is it? Are you afraid to write it down because you don't want anyone to find it? I'm telling you, write it down, write it down somewhere and go back to it often. And the declaration for today is I have a song and I have a purpose that are mine and mine alone. You are unique, dear dreamer. And I can't wait to start this journey with you through this devotional that we can get to know one another and get to know God and get to know how to dream these big dreams. I can't wait until next time. Have a great one. Thank you for joining me today on the podcast. I hope that you have been inspired, that you feel challenged and blessed. If you'd like to know any more information about my devotional or check out my blog, go to my website at www.dreambiggirl.com. Keep dreaming.